everybody, welcome back to the Sportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot, and I'm here with producer Steve. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. We're talking a lot of uh, baseball here on the show. It's uh, like a Friday roundup. Uh, we had a lot going into the weekend. We're going to talk about the last few days in baseball, what's happened between uh, now and uh, Monday since we last recorded um, with uh, baseball. Uh, how's everything going there, Steve? It's going good, man. It's going good. Yeah, man. Since we last talked uh, on the podcast, uh, Jacob DeGrom was on the 60-day IL. Now he is um, out with uh, Tommy John. I know uh, this happened on, I think, Tuesday. It happened right after we talked about on the show. We were mentioning, um, you know, when exactly is he going to get Tommy John? We actually said that on yeah. the show. <laughs> and, um, you know, it just seemed inevitable as I watched him a lot over the last few years, man. Um, you know, he, there was always something wrong with his elbow and it's like, you know, there's always people like Buster Olney and Tim Kirchin just talking about, you know, when guys have, you know, that wear on the elbow and he's already had, he already had Tommy John once before, um, you know, it just seemed inevitable at that point. And, um, it, it did happen, man. And which is, uh, it's really sad. I, I'm sure you saw the uh, presser with him as they were asking him, uh, during, during the show or, um, the pregame, you know, when he was talking about it, it's like, man, he was so emotional. He was pretty upset. You know, yeah, and he was crying, and yeah, it was. That's rough. Yeah, man. man. He he's who a deals g- with injuries like that all the time. It's you know, it, it's got to be tough. Yeah, he's a true competitor. He's so passionate. Yeah, he's one of the. I mean, when he's at the top of the game, man, he is the best pitcher in baseball. It sucks. He's thirty-four years old. Um, it, you know, he he's gonna miss th- he's gonna miss all this year, and it's gonna be pretty much all next season too. Maybe, um, you know, uh, depending on how good Texas is next year, maybe he'll come to pitch in the postseason, which maybe he'll be a secret weapon for them or something like that. But it really does um, – it really does – this is a big blow for Texas, uh, you know, however you want to say, even though he's made only seven starts this season. Um, it's just it's just one of those things, man, where it's like, wow, you, you got to take this all into perspective. Like, you know, we talked about the Strasburg um, thing on Monday – on how he's only made seven starts for them um, through a, for his contract for the Nationals. And, uh, you know, now uh, you know, DeGrom for his first two years, at least of this contract, it's not going to look very good. And, uh, you know, and I say that to say this because I really wonder if teams are going to start reevaluating how they give pitchers contracts. Um, I don't know if you remember be, be right, right before COVID, um, the Dodgers gave, uh, remember Trevor Bauer three years at like $102 million or something like that, uh, where Bauer was pretty much making $40 million a year. That was, maybe it wasn't 102. Uh, maybe it was like, uh, I think it was two years and a player option for a third year or something like that. And, um, obviously the Bauer, you know, contract didn't work out for many reasons, but he pitched very well for them. And, um, you know, they offered him a lot. That was a lot of money kind of up front for, you know, they took a big risk kind of taking that contract, um, kind of doing that. And, uh, and obviously it worked out for Bauer. It didn't work out for the Dodgers. But uh, the Mets have similarly gave uh, Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, you know, three years at, you know, around $150 million, $140 million. So um, I'm saying that I wonder if we're going to start seeing more of those kind of contracts. What do you think? Yeah, I mean – you have a lot of guys that are getting like one, two, three year deals, but like you're saying, I mean, once you cross a hundred million or something, I mean, when you're talking 30, $40 million a year for a pitcher, it's like, there's not really too many guys in my opinion <laughs> that really even deserve that. I mean, we're going to see something. I think, I think we're going to see things change with, uh, with the Otani free agency. I think yeah. that's going to kind of set a new standard for not only pitchers, but players in general. But, um, but yeah, I think that that contract is going to be, you know, like I said, it's going to set a standard. I, I don't know. I mean, everybody's talking like you might get $600 million. I don't know about that. I don't know if there's too many teams out there that can afford that kind of money. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think if you can hit the ball, too, it's probably not a bad thing. But uh, yeah, what we're seeing <laughs> well, these guys I mean, that are just, like you said, signing these three, four-year deals for 100 and something million, and then they get hurt or they don't perform. I mean, that's well, another thing. Well, I mean, you, you, you see it from like, so uh, Otani is a, you know, he's a he's phenom a like that. He's a, he's a different kind <laughs> of player. I wonder if you, you are going to see like, you know, we do see it with younger players, um, position players. That is uh, getting contracts. They're, they're breaking the arbitration years early 
and teams are signing him up for these, you know, longer contracts. We saw the Braves do it with Michael Harris last year. You know, he was only a rookie. They gave him, you know, I think up to, uh, I don't remember, I think it was around $70 million. They, uh, you know, pretty much eating up all the other arbitration years and just kind of saying, screw it, you know. Maybe the approach is is to sign these guys up, lock them up way younger. So when they get to a by age 30, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, maybe they could go out and get a second contract. But, you know, for the player, it makes a lot more sense, too, because they're getting all that money up front. Right. Um, we've, we've seen it done with Juan DeFranco in the past, uh, you know, at the end of the 2021. The uh, Rays gave him around $240 million. I just wonder if you are going to see, like, you know, I'll use an example for a pitcher like, uh, like Spencer Strider. Who got lit up yesterday by the Mets? I have to throw that in there, um, even though the Mets lost the, the first six in a row. Uh, but um, uh, for someone like Spencer Strider, who you know obviously was a rookie last year, he's going to pitch for another I think four years at least, uh, four to five years before he's eligible to make you know yeah, for a free agent contract. But obviously he'll have arbitration years in between that. But I wonder if the Braves do because they have you know that like I said they did lock up. They're younger guys. Like they locked up Acuna way younger when he was, you know, I think back in the 2020 when uh, they gave him a hundred like eleven million dollars for ten years. I mean, dude, what a bargain! Now I wonder if they're going to try to seek that out with someone like Spencer Strider. Obviously, if his agent, I don't know who his agent is. If it's Scott Boris, that's probably not going to happen. But um, I wonder if that is going to be a, a new standard or precedent set by uh, teams, because um, like so, so we use guys like Aaron Ola. Aaron Ola is going to be set to be a free agent. Um, him and the Phillies cannot, they cannot come to an agreement on a contract. And I really wonder, um, you know, did he screw himself? <laughs> did he really screw himself? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's right? funny too, because he's been playing a little bit better <laughs> for the past two or three starts, uh, compared to earlier in the season. You know, I don't know if he's geared, yeah, if he's but he's definitely not having the year he did no, last year. No, no, not at all. But I'm wondering if he's starting to gear up and, and, you know, kind of play for, play for a contract come trade deadline. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. But even before the trade deadline, I, I, the Phillies are all in. There's no way they are selling. Um, they're all yeah. in on, on this team, I, I believe. But, um, you know, w- with him, with uh, the Dodgers, they're going to have to think about what Urias is going to be coming, you know, as he comes up for his uh, free agency here pretty soon. Like so, like a guy like that, you know, Urias is a little bit younger, so maybe it sounds more interesting to give him four years at $120 million. And, you know, maybe something like that. I just don't, I just, I can't imagine you're going to see many more teams giving players 200, or sorry, pitchers, $200 million when you see these injuries happen all the time. Look at Chris Sale, man. He's gone. Like, um, you know, not not gone, but he's on the IL yet again. And um, I don't think he signed for $200 million. I think he signed for $150 million. But um, it just, uh, you see what time and time again, I just wonder with the years that get tacked onto these contracts, like I don't think you're, you're going to see really beyond five years anymore for your pitchers. I, and I think five years is a long time. I, I think you're going to be seeing like three to four yeah. year deals for certain. Yeah. Pitchers. I think five is a little right. long. I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at the list of contracts here. Patrick Corbin's on a six year deal. Javi, um, what was the other? Oh, that deal. Uh, I, know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, they won the world series, but he's Robbie Ray's on a five year. Gausman's on a five year. He is, he, yeah, Robbie Ray, by the way, another right. injury. Exactly. He's, uh, yeah. So, yeah, like you said, I mean, three to four years, I think, is, is pretty good. I mean, even, oh, yeah, you have, like, Corbin Burns. He's going he's to be a free yeah. agent. Like, you wonder. It's like, oh, wow. And then, you know, you, you hear the the um, Guardians shopping uh, Beaver, Shane Bieber. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's another guy. It's like, oh, wow, okay. Um, wh- what is this guy going to get? Because he's, like, I, I read a report yesterday. From a, there was a exec out there. There's not a lot of teams that are willing to give up a lot for Shane Beaver, for Shane Beaver, which is kind of crazy. You know, he's a Cy Young winner. He won like three years ago, but this is a guy who's lost his velocity. And it's like, so you wonder if a team's not going to give up a lot for him. You saw what Luis Castillo commanded last year for when the, for the, when the Reds traded him yeah. to Seattle. It's like, um, is you know, obviously you know, maybe teams are saying that now, but you know, who knows who who's going to be. There's there's not a lot of starting pitchers on the on the block, so I wonder really how many players are actually really going to get contract or uh, sorry, uh, uh, how many teams are actually going to give up a lot to get the, some of these players? Yeah. Yeah. What's Castillo's? So, uh, 108 million, I think, on his deal. 
Yeah, five years, one hundred and eight million. Like Casio, but no, I mean what what the uh, Seattle Mariners gave gave right. up to get him. It, it was, was a lot. lot. Yeah. They gave up a lot of uh, p- prospects to get him. Then that that's what I mean. It's like uh, for Bieber, it's like you know some teams are like, obviously when it comes to trading for a pitcher, when you're you know how see how desperate you, teams are and um, the market for for pitchers last year was very commandable. Like a lot of teams are going after Castillo, but. Um, for when it comes to the contracts, I, I think there's going to be a um, different president set in the in the market. Definitely, I think in the free free agency. Besides for sure, Otani. I think Otani. <laughs> I think he'll he'll get five hundred million dollars. Yeah. I don't six hundred. I know too much. some of the headlines are saying uh, will will Shohei get six hundred? I'm like I don't know, man. That's yeah. There, there's a reason they're called headlines. Right, exactly. they, they want you to. I mean, how many years click, are we talking bait. for six hundred million? You know, is that a ten year deal? No, six years. Yeah, actually. right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the man that'd be, yeah, that would be, be crazy, crazy. He, yeah I, I i have a feeling he'll make about 50 to 60 that's kind of what i was year. thinking yeah like a 10 years 550 something like that <laughs> yeah yeah i even even at that kind that kind of contract i mean i'm, I'm even scared to kind of give like you said i'm just not a you know he'll, he'll be he's a different he's a different kind yeah. of player the marketability of that player you'll make up the money for it so that's True. okay as long as he plays five years of that contract yeah um he'll bring in that he'll bring in much more money and he'll you know make your team an instant contender just because of the way he was able to play yeah. and i'm still calling him man i like the angels i just they there's just no way they're gonna be able to extend this guy um you know <laughs> And we, like, we, we could we could shift on over here, you know, moving from the Grom and talking about pitching and stuff like that. The Angels are seven and a half games out of the AL West. Um, they're two games, two and a half games behind the Astros. Um, and it's like uh, they're they're only uh, they're only two games in front of the Mariners as of right now. Uh, they're twenty seven or they're uh, seventeen games ahead of the A's. <laughs> I just had to say that. This sounds funny, but um, I, you know, I, I still just don't believe how the Angels are going to be in contention unless they they need to have a hot June. They really need to finish June off strong if they want to, you know, just be there, just to be able to say, hey, show, hey, like, to even, I mean, to even justify themselves, like, like, hey, the smart decision is running all, you know, running this into September to say, hey, we are going to make a run to the very end. They really need to get hot here in June and July. Especially with or, Texas man, playing the God, way I Texas just, has been playing. Like, my goodness. And they're yeah. not going to stop. I mean, that offense is yeah. so loaded. We talked about that on Monday's podcast. They have really good pitching. Um, they're going to be mar- They're going to be out there in the market. They're going to w- make trades. Um, the they And they have the prospects to make those trades. So, I like... I just don't see how they so, don't. Um, maybe the Astros make a trade, and they have a they have really yeah. good starters. Real quick, if the play, if the playoffs were so, to start today, uh, the Angels. Oh, let's let's hear. Yeah, that. the Angels are two and a half back from a wild card spot, and that wild card spot is Houston. So, right. yeah, I mean it's it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be real tough. No, it is. It is, and uh, oh man, I, I like I said, I just I just don't see it um, happening. I uh, I just can't. I just can't imagine, man. There, there's, there's so much, there's so much to it. Um, yeah, I, I just, um, it's just, it's just wonky to me, man. With um, where they're going, like the best moves, it just that makes the most baseball sense. And I, I know you're, you know, you're not supposed to trade these guys, but man, you got to trade Mike Trout and you got to trade Joey Otani. Something. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard for me to think that they would get rid of both of those guys, but. Uh, Right, right. Of course. I but mean, they might have. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, mean, I could. I wouldn't be surprised if, if it happens. But I just can't see look, that. If that they out if they them. are content, like, if if they are content doing this for another decade of what they just witnessed for the last decade, because like I said, they obviously cannot develop that much talent. We've seen it time and time again. Um, they don't have the rotation. They don't have the bullpen. Um, they are barely keeping it over 500 yeah. and you know, they're in a division where they could be the fourth team in the division come the all-star break. Absolutely. They can't, I mean, Mariners yeah. could get, Mariners could get hot and angels could slide easily. Um, 
like if the angels were where Texas is at, I would not of course be saying this or where the Astros are, but you know, those, those other teams are just well positioned. They're way better than them because they have stronger bullpens. They have stronger starting pitching and they have a, they have just have deeper lineups. Well, like two Texas half, lineup is way deeper behind Houston. I mean, that's nothing. That's, that's one series. Yeah, it is one series, but Houston is also, they're well positioned. Like I was mentioning, they have the starting pitching and they have the, uh, they have the rotation, and you know, Jordan is on the IL. He's on the ten-day IL, but he'll be yeah. back. He's been MVP caliber all year. Um, the same with Shohei Otani, of course. But like I said, um, it, it's just like outside of Otani and Trout, like who who's on the Angels team that's really scaring you? Joe Adele hit his, his first, first home run, run yeah, yesterday yeah. of the season. <laughs> that was yeah, a was. monster shot. But I mean, it's like, are you really gonna depend on Joe Adele to, to really do this? No. I mean, you can't, like I said, their starting pitches is mm-hmm. not good. I mean, they have some okay starters, but it's like they have no true ace. Even, like, Otani hasn't really had true ace stuff this year. He hasn't. He, the, uh, I think the Astros shelled him for eight runs. And I was just going to say, it's funny that we just said they're two and a half behind Houston, and that's one series where they just lost three or four to Houston. So, I mean, that right. one, yeah. that so one series like, could have been the difference between, you know, in yeah. and out. And... Yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy, man. I mean, uh, uh, to to just talk about it all, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I know we talked about yeah. it a lot last week uh, with them. Uh, some other notable news. Uh, let's kind of talk about the AL East a little bit. Um, you had uh, Alex Manoa, Alec Manoa, uh, get sent yeah, down to the that. minors. Um, man, he he was absolutely terrible <laughs> for them this year. I um, it's just it's so bizarre. That guy was an all star last year, and he was I think he finished third in the Cy Young voting. Um, he looked like a uh, you know a guy who's gonna be a strong starter. <laughs> I still think he could be. Um, he obviously can't throw strikes, so he's you know just getting yeah. shelled. It's like you know they're they're pretty much giving up five runs every start every time he was going out there, and uh, they sent him down Toronto. Um, that's big news for them, the team who was really trying to contend and stay above it. <clears throat> the Yankees lost uh, Aaron Judge for to the IL um, with a swollen toe. That's not good uh, after he ran into that Dodger Stadium yeah. wall. Broke the fence uh, and everything. And <laughs> another, even, yeah, yeah, uh, the, Ray, the Rays, um, they're, they're going into the weekend against the Rangers, uh, two best be teams great, in baseball right now, going, yeah. going to play. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. You have Glass now versus Haney on the mound tonight. Um, uh, freaking oh yeah, the the Red Sox too. Um, God again. Now they're one game under five hundred. Last time we had talked about it, it's like man, they're worrisome. They are one. They are probably the worst defensive yeah. team in baseball. Besides the A's, uh, James Paxton. <laughs> I said besides huh? the A's. <laughs> I I think I'll take the A's yeah. defense probably over them. I mean man, I'll, I mean for the amount of uh money that's spent on that Red Sox roster, I mean. Although, you know, it's like you think of Rafael Devers, of course, fantastic hitter, but, God, he's not a great yeah. defender at all. Uh, he's not any, you know, gold glove at all. Um, this that team has a lot of issues. Um, Alex Verdugo, you know, he got benched the other day for not hustling on a ball. Uh, he, he's having a good year, but it's like Yoshida's not a good defender. He's having a, you know, a great offensive year, but, like, the Red Sox team, they're they're in trouble. I mean, Jose um, Ramirez they are the three homers bit, <laughs> the other day or yesterday or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, you know, you have you have Yankees, Red Sox too yeah, um, this weekend. Uh, it w- yeah, it will be good. The, these rivalries don't seem like rivalries any much, uh, pretty more anymore with these two teams. It's kind of funny. Although the uh, the Red Sox do hate. Yeah, and I was going to say, so I feel like the those type of games, at least for the Phillies and stuff like that, I always find those divisional games. Even though you know one team's probably clearly better than the other, those divisional games are always a challenge. For those teams, so yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see how how Boston uh, fares this weekend. Um, yeah, I mean the Yankees are with, like you said, we mentioned and he's they're without list, uh, yeah. Aaron Judge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that judge list. <laughs> but I mean, man, uh, for for this team, like I said, their their defenders, like I I I just I I don't see how Boston, you know, uh, there was a, and they mentioned this on baseball uh, tonight uh, with Buster Olney and. And uh, with uh, Carl Ravage, they were talking about the Red Sox. And last year, they were sellers at the at the deadline, and they were only two and a half games back of the wild card. Well, right now they're five and they're five games back of the wild card. 
And um, I just kind of wonder how are they going to be sellers? Like, if you think about those teams, uh, the players that they would consider trading, <coughs> obviously it's not Rafael Devers because they just gave him a massive extension and doesn't look like he'll be the guy to be traded. But you think about uh, Alex Verdugo. I think yeah, he would be one of the guys that would be traded. Uh, Kike Hernandez, another guy um, who I think is a free agent set to be at the end of the summer or uh, at the um, end of the season. Um, Justin Turner. Justin Turner. I, say, I, yeah. I forget what they they signed him for two years. I mean, I wonder if he could be mm-hmm. a DH role. He's not. He's not hitting terribly. He's hitting two fifty six. It's not great. It's not terrible. Um, but yeah, it's like you, you think about that. And maybe where Chris Hill, if he's able to come back and kind of be pretty strong, I wonder if any teams would be interested in trading for a guy like Chris Hale. But um, yeah, the, this Red Sox team, like I said, uh, you know, if you don't have good defense, it's like man, it's not even worth it to really chase. Um, obviously, you know, they didn't really care uh, in the off season when they let Xander Bogarts go. I mean, obviously, they weren't going to match that Bogarts contract, but there were a few. Uh, they could have signed yeah. Dansby Swanson. They could have said, screw it. Hey, we're going to give uh, Dansby one year, you know, that six years at 180 and, you know, when he got that. Like, I, I still, th- I, I'm going to stand by it, man. I think the Cubs got the steal of the offseason by getting Dansby Swanson at the contract that they got him at, at his age. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the uh, Padres, you know, signed. Bogarts for three hundred eight or sorry two hundred eighty two million or something like that or yeah um, yeah so it's like obviously the Red Sox weren't going to match that but there were still other guys Carlos Correa was out there you know so they Trey Turner of course but um, it looked like he was always destined to go to back there to go to Philly but man there's just a there's a lot of teams there that or the Red Sox I just don't see them really um, making any moves and so I just wonder if they're going to become sellers sooner than later. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, it's almost kind of it's it's almost kind of reminds me of uh, the Angels a little bit, um, and and kind of what we were just talking about with them. I I think the writing's on the wall for the Red Sox. The like I said, I I still there's a little bit there with the Angels, like as far as like if they could pull off six straight wins and you know get some you know pad that because obviously I I don't think they're gonna win the division their best chance is to at least be in contention for a wild card. Um, and, you know, if they could, you know, maybe catch up to Houston and, you know, really at least pad, you know, th- that um, get some distance between them and Seattle and just kind of get up there, I then I would say that. But uh, I think Boston right now, I, I just don't – like they're the fifth best mm-hmm. team in their division. Oh, you know, they're, they're not winning. They're not going to get – they're not going to win the division and they definitely aren't going to get a wild card spot. So that's why I just wonder about the Red Sox, if they do become sellers. Yeah, I could see later. And just I kind mean, of, yeah, we got another what, because uh, month, month and a half, two months or so until the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, we could see maybe by the all-star I, break, they start, you know, shopping some people. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I said, I mean, the, the Rays aren't, the Rays aren't slowing down. I <laughs> mean, they just got back one of their best they pitchers in the last one. So yet. it's like I now that, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I wonder if they'll lose yeah. 20 tonight. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Though. That's that's going to be a great one. Uh, let's, do we have any more on the AL there? No. I don't I don't even want to talk about the Central. central yeah. <laughs> the the, twin, the Twins lead the Central with <laughs> 31 and 32. Yeah. Every <laughs> exactly, team is under yeah. 500 in that division. Yeah, we don't want to um, talk about that. You know, it's sad to say the Red Sox would be in first right, place in that crazy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it is crazy. Um, but let's uh, let's move on over to the AL or the NL. Let's go to our division, uh, the NL East, the New York Mets. Um, you know, so about before we hopped on, I was I, I you're like uh, we were talking about talking points of the game. I sent you main talking points. The Mets point, suck. <laughs> I, I think they're, they're, they're six probably straight. pretty close to the worst team in baseball right now. I mean, just o- just overall, really? I mean, oh, you know, I, past five, six, eight games, something like that. You, you know, they're they're not a great hitting team. So the the this team was counting their on yeah. their pitching going into the season. The, yeah, so going into the season, and Verlander and Scherzer have not been great. Um, the the offense hasn't been great. Pete Alonso is now hurt because he got hit by a pitch two days ago. Um. And it's just for for this Met, they're 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 playing Pittsburgh this weekend. Uh, 
Um, it's it's just going to say it's hard. Pittsburgh's no walkover. They they proven they can score runs. They can pitch. Um, you know, I think at this point in the season, you know who the pretenders are, and I don't think that I don't think Pittsburgh's a pretender by any means. I think they're trying to contend. Um, we'll, we'll we'll see. I for for the Met for the Mets, I almost I want to say they're pretenders, kind of. I mean, this obviously the payroll yeah. says otherwise. <laughs> I mean, man, um, I so I was I was watching the game yesterday. I saw Brandon Nimmo hit that grand slam. Um, the the Mets. For those of you listening, I don't know if you guys watch the series, but uh, the Mets have they blew uh, three games straight to the Braves, where they had a three-run lead, and the Braves came back and won every game by more than two run, by two or more runs. Um, and uh, just watching that game was heartbreaking, man. And it's like Showalter after the game said it was a po- you know he he thinks uh, it was a positive game or series <laughs> uh, something like that. I'm paraphrasing there. I'm like. Um, like Showalter, this is like what Luis Rojas used to do for the Met, the yeah. the manager for the Mets. I'm like, uh, this was not good at all. Like, come on, We're not don't sugar-coat don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. it. This was an ugly, yeah. ugly series for the Mets. The pitching's terrible. Um, the bullpen's terrible. Uh, Nimmo, he's been pretty much the Mets' best hitter outside of Alonzo. Uh, Jeff McNeil's they don't been have anybody hitting well. Uh, don't don't. Yeah. No, they don't. And don't even get me started on Francisco yeah. Lindor. I'll, I'll, I will break this microphone right now, um, <laughs> man. But uh, yeah, it's like the the prospects have not done well. Francisco Alvarez hitting two forty four, and he's been their best guy. His OPS is eight fifty. I mean, he's him and uh, Tommy Pham are the only guys on the team with wow. over eight hundred OPS. Uh, I, like I said, I still, I still have faith in this team. The, the only reason I have faith, I saw this right before we started the show, and so I said, you know, so when you said the headline, the Mets suck, and then I saw the. Um, the, this go this on Instagram goes out to uh, the uh, account NYM underscore news New York Mets underscore news uh, 2019 Nats at this at, on June 9th they were 30 and 35 2021 Braves on June 9th 29 and 30 uh, 2022 Phillies 28 and 29 and your 2023 Mets 30 and 33. Okay. And I say that I say man, that actually. because all yeah. those teams went to the World Series, <laughs> like oh, um, just to have some op, you know some optimism for any Mets fans out there, or maybe if your team is at that record right now, um, it's still really early to say. Obviously, you know you can't judge a whole season because I guarantee um, at the you know when those teams were. Uh, at this point in the season, they, they had you know people doing podcasts talking about their team. Maybe they need to become sellers and all that. Blah blah blah. Although the NL East, um, you know, up until last year, it was never really competitive. It was always kind of the yeah. lackluster division. Um, last year, I mean, it was like the first year where it was like, man, how did this team turn into the AL East, where they had three teams almost, you know, two teams won a hundred games, and um, yeah, so it was like it's always been kind of a a lackluster division um, this year kind of being that way. I mean, the Braves don't have that much of a lead. I mean, they're, they have 38 wins. No, and we've seen, we've seen like they're, some games that um, they should have probably won recently too. So they've, they've been yeah. kind of falling off. I mean, they, they probably yeah. should have got swept right. by the Mets. They probably yeah. should have got swept by the Mets. Um, because honestly, their pitching hasn't been great. Strider's sucked. Uh, they're without, they don't have Max Freed. Uh, Strider's definitely not the same pitcher he was last year. Uh, uh, Morton, he's, he's been, you know, hittable. And uh, their their best pitcher has been their their rookie last year. That's a uh, Elder yeah. Bryce Elder, and he he's been he's been pretty darn good for for them. But uh, uh, I'll tell you that it's like uh, the 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 Mets did. They're they're I mean they're it's not like the Mets were getting shut out in those games. They did get shut out earlier in the season. Remember to the Brewers where they had two. They were shut out twice and they got swept. I think by the way I think the Mets have now been swept six times wow. this season. And it's only June. That's almost as bad as the A's. I think it's the sixth time the Mets got swept. <laughs> I said it's almost as bad huh? as the A's, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe you're right. Maybe they are one of the worst teams in baseball, and I'm just uh, sugarcoating it. And just probably should just past, bury my you know, optimism in the sand. The couple weeks, we'll say. I won't. I'm not going to say all season. You know, obviously they haven't lost 50 games. Yeah. But the, I mean, over the past couple weeks, they've no. they've been a little lackluster for sure. No, absolutely. Um, that there's no way there's no way to uh, look around it, man. Uh, they have been. Uh, let's see. Move on from the Mets, the Braves, uh, your Phillies. 
yeah. playing the Dodgers. Um, maybe you guys are looking to get a little bit of a um, a rematch, yeah, some vengeance there for yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, getting your butts kicked. Remember when it ended a mag- the maximum yeah. grand yeah. slam walk off? Yeah, I'm actually going to. Um, uh, I know we talked about this before, but I'm actually going tomorrow and Sunday to uh, to the Phillies Phillies Dodgers. So yeah, I'm pretty. Excited. That's gonna be fun, man. T- tonight you have yeah. a good pitching oh, yeah. matchup, right? So um, for for tonight, tonight um, uh, and then uh, Ranger tonight. Yeah, Ranger. Oh uh, yeah, t- tonight's okay. Grove versus Grove Ranger. Ranger. You're gonna see a lot of runs tonight. Yeah, guarantee exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. I said Grove. Grove stinks. God, man. If you got, I wonder what the over under in that game. It's probably ten. Um, I, think it's I, probably I think I think it was nine and a half. Runs. Yeah, I think it was nine and a half when I looked earlier. It's nine yep, and a half. Nine okay. and a half. Yeah, I would pick. I would take the over yeah, as nine and a half if anyone's a betting person. Um, because God, Ranger yeah. Suarez stinks, and you know, so does a, uh, so does Grove. Grove is terrible. Yeah, I think Rangers last outing um, he only pitched like but, two uh, and two thirds or something, and they pulled him. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, and by by the way, I think I think um, I think uh, it hasn't been confirmed by the Dodgers, but uh, Syndergaard might have had his last start with the Dodgers. Oh, really? Um, well, there was Dave. Dave Roberts came out and said the other day, he said, we cannot be having, you know, we ca- we cannot keep lo- losing like this every Fair fifth enough. day. Yeah. So, um, it, man, there just might be some writing in the sand. It sucks, you know. Syndergaard, obviously, you know, he was very emotional <laughs> last week. He said he would trade his unborn child to yeah. return to his old form. Maybe, uh, maybe he needs to get sent down and work on his mechanics. Obviously, you think – you would have thought any team that could have fixed him would have been the Dodgers because of what they were able to do with uh, like Haney and Tyler Anderson last year. But um, yeah, it hasn't worked out. Um, I probably gonna imagine he's gonna be DFA'd. Yeah, uh, and what are they? They're points. supposed to be getting Urias back, right? Pretty soon. He was only on, like the ten uh, days. Yes, Urias should yeah, be coming back pretty days. soon. So yeah, so um, it it's a uh, man. You think about it, it's like. The, so the Mets 2015 World Series rotation, Harvey's now out of the league. Um, he was, he was a shell of himself. Um, Degrom, Tommy John. Um, you look at Syndergaard, who uh, might be out of the league pretty soon. Maybe he'll become a, a reliever. I don't know. Uh, maybe he'll have to yeah. find a new role there somewhere. And uh, missing one more guy, but those those guys were supposed right. to be the arms yeah. for for that team, man. I mean, uh, yeah, crazy. Oh, Wheeler, oh Zach yeah, Wheeler, yeah. but uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's still he's still pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, wow, it's crazy to kind of think about look back in the past. But um, yeah, the uh, the Dodgers, their 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 biggest thing is their rotation. Obviously, um, like you said, they're going to get Urias back. And for you guys, uh, I mean, Schwarber's starting to heat up. He had three bombs in six there. games. He's still only batting a 170, though. Um, like, my goodness, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, and he doesn't yeah. hu- he's not he doesn't hustle like I want him to. You know, you see him out in the outfield, and he kind of like casually jogs over to a ball, and it's like you might have been able to catch that, but well, he yeah, he's not exactly. an outfielder. He should just be he's a just, DH. He's just honestly. not. He's yeah. his best is, is DH or, or first base, or, right? Uh, first base, and yeah, and this is not not going to happen. Um, Let's see what else uh, you guys. Uh, Trey Turner, uh, he's been. Yeah, he's been. Heat, he's been playing a little bit better lately, though. I will say that he's been hitting the ball a little bit more because okay. he was struggling, okay. man. He started off hot. Uh, he was one of those guys that was batting, you know, three fifty through the first month or something, and then he just fell off. Yeah, he was pretty hot really? at the beginning okay. of the season, and then he fell off. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's been getting booed. I mean, I, I've been watching the games; they've been booing him when he strikes out and stuff. It's like, man. So he, lately, he's he been, deserves he's been it, playing man. a little bit. I mean, he's been at least making contact, getting the ball in play more than. Uh, that, yeah. And that, that's what you want to see. You know, you want to see him striking out. God, man, Schwarber's Yeah, he's like second in the NL in strikeouts. Schwarber. It's, it's unreal. Oh, man. Wow. We, when, when we went to the Dodger Yankee game on um, on Sunday, we I kept laughing at Volpe because he was at like <laughs> yeah. 182 or, one, or maybe it was 193 or something like that. Um, oh no, it was uh, it was that, and uh, and then Max Muncie was hitting like two oh seven. Yeah. Like, These guys are trying to compete to <laughs> have the worst batting average, man. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, Schwarber hitting a 171. Man, that's a crazy. Cassianos has been great. Good. Yeah, he's in 315. Harper yeah, almost Harper's in 300. Well. See, the good thing, the, yeah, the good thing is you guys got people hitting the ball. You just need uh, you just need your pitching to step up, and you need your team to like just. You guys need to score with runners that's in scoring position. Thing. That's been your other big thing too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and yeah. Castellanos is fourth in the NL for I, I, average. I wonder if you – I don't understand why Schwarber's bad in leadoff. <laughs> that, well, that's always wasn't. been my biggest question. I, he's he's not drawing right. a lot of walks he like wasn't. he did last year. They, they had Stott bat in leadoff for a long time. And then it's just – I think it's just because of the injuries that we got going on right now. We have Pache out. We have Bohm. Bohm's out. I think that's really the biggest thing. It's just been the injuries, so they've been flipping it around quite a bit. But it was Stott for the first month they, of the season. Stott was leadoff. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I would Turner I would throw Turner off. there. Yeah, Turner exactly. did great for the Dodgers. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Um that that but uh yeah, the Phils, man. Miami is ahead of the Mets, um, in the standings. Larissa Rise, four oh one, man. Still, yeah, he's gonna be leading baseball crazy. for a long time with that like, batting average. He, and it's been going up. Like he's at <laughs> three eighty and I'm like, okay, I don't know if he can maintain this and it's now it's at four hundred again. It's like holy crap. Well, you know, one one surprising thing, and you know, keep there with Miami is like not only are they thirty five and twenty eight, and they're only three and a half games behind the Braves, but if I would have told you that, and then I would have told you, um, Sandy Alcantara's uh, ERA five is yeah. five over five, yeah, would you have thought like, oh, you're like this guy, man, is a uh, yeah, you're like his ERA is like yeah. it was last year when he won the Cy Young, it's just. Um, it yeah, that, a that, that's a yeah. bit crazy. They've been hot. I mean, they're. I think they won what six straight, something like that. Yeah, they they they've been they've been on it. Their their pitching has been unbelievable. Um, no man, good 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 on them. They have been probably one of the, the bright spots in the league as far as like all kind of all that's kind of going because, with um if it wasn't if it wasn't going to be them, you just kind of think uh, you know where would they really be at. Here, here was something interesting that I saw earlier. I wanted to uh, send this out. And you could take this as you want. You could kind of think, does the shift and um, the pitch clock really have something to do with some of these starting pitchers? Mm-hmm. So uh, MLB ERA leaders from last year and this year. So last year, Verlander had a 1.75 ERA, Urias 216, Dylan Cease 220, Alec Manoa 220, uh, 2.24, and um, uh, Sandy Alcantara, 2.28. This year so far, Verlander, 4.85 ERA. Urias, 4.39 ERA. Dylan Cease, 4.63 ERA. Alex Manoa, wow. 6.36 ERA. And Alcantara, yeah, 5.07. Yeah, I mean, w- there's nobody under two right now. There aren't any starting pitchers, on, at least on this no. uh, ESPN's listing here. McClanahan's at 2.02. So, yeah, I mean, I mean that's kind of the reason that they did the rule changes was to produce more runs and keep it keep it exciting. So makes sense. Yep. But yeah, and, and you you've seen some pitchers right. be able to adapt and and to kind yeah, of go with it, man. right? I mean, uh, even even Strider, man, he, he, you know, even though he is like up there with strikeouts, like he has not been anything to where He's he a, was. Three seven nine. ERA. I would I would say. Yeah, I would say like, I mean, you look down the list, man. The most consistent pitchers have been in kind of going for. Oh, I'm going to go this for the past few years. Um, you got Castillo there, by the way. Castillo and Otani oh, are facing off tonight. Um, yeah, for for that. Uh, but yeah, going back to the pitchers. Uh, so like, here are the top uh, 15 in baseball as of right now. Uh, you have McClanahan, who is the best pitcher in baseball right now. Uh, freaking. Uh, <laughs> God Rodriguez for the uh, yeah. for the Tigers yeah. 2.13 ERA. Um, he was a guy who I never really believed in, and I still the jury's still out on him because he's been kind of hit and miss. He was a there for the Red Sox for a long time. He had a bad ERA with them. Um, but uh, Sonny Gray again, another consistent guy. He's yeah. been uh, he's been awesome. 2.15 ERA. Nathan Evaldi 2.24 ERA. Uh, Bryce Elder, who I was talking about with the uh, Atlanta, two point two six ERA. He's been there. He's been their best guy. 
Uh, John Gray, 2.32 ERA for Texas. Uh, for Amber. Here we go yeah. again, man. Uh, freaking Valdez. Yeah, for Amber Valdez, man. 2.36. Another one of the, those guys, man, up there with uh, the contention for the be- one of the best pitchers in baseball. Uh, Stroman, who's had a great year, and he's always been sort of consistent. And and um, and uh, not, he, I think he's having one of the better years of his career, 2.39 ERA. Um, but, yeah, consistent. Not a big injury history with that guy. Castillo, 2.55 ERA. Gosman, who's you know been, been very consistent yeah. over the last few years. Uh, 2.63 ERA. Yeah, a guy who doesn't uh, allow a lot of hits, uh, all that. Zach Gallen, uh, you have Justin Steele up there, um, but yeah, man, the, those guys. And then I guess you got you got to include Garrett Cole on there too, and Kers- Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, Kershaw threw a gem yesterday. You guys were uh, the no. Phillies are lucky <laughs> not to see him, but uh, <laughs> to do that. But yeah, man, the the NOS, the NL East, uh, in the West, the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks sit alone right now. They are for they real, are. man. That yeah, there is a. I mean, eight no stop in the last ten. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well. They they have uh, they have been with uh, Merrill Kelly and uh, Gallon leading the way, man. They um, are going to let up shop against the Dodgers. I think uh, they are going to be there. The Giants are playing a lot better than anybody expected. They yeah, they I just can't keep believe. rolling. They have found something with Michael Conforto and that team. I'm just just uh, amazed. <laughs> kind of to see them be where they're at right now and then uh let's see outside of them of course the rockies and uh the disappointing the san diego padres are there i still can't too. believe that the giants I mean, are man, doing that, yeah you want to talk about the mets the padres, I, like i don't know i mean who would you who would you rather out of, out of these teams who would you rather be the padres um and i'm going by disappointments well, I guess Phillies and Mets. Uh, those are the three most disappointing teams in the NL. Um, and probably, I, I guess I would say all of baseball because um, everybody else seems where they should be at. I, I guess Cardinals. Cleveland could be in there too. Um, I feel like that's, uh, yeah. that's a Cardinals. Huge. I, I yeah, was, I'm right. very surprised that they're still in last place. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, remember, they caught fire a few weeks ago. And we thought they were going to – I thought they were going to overtake yeah. the division by now, but – that seems to let up. They're still only eight games True. back. Yeah. You know, and that they're in last place. But um I still think that is the team to turn around. And they they've done this too the last two years, remember. They they get hot come August, September. I would I would wonder what their odds are to for them to come back and win the Ooh, division. That is, interesting. Right? That is very yeah. interesting. I don't know if you want to look that up or yeah, because that might be a good bet right there. You know, we talked about we talked about uh um the NL uh MVP odds and stuff like that and kind of looking at maybe at what would happen if uh, Acuna were to slow down and maybe Freddie Freeman, you know, any, what she has, he's kind of slowed that race there. He still has one of the best – he has the second-best batting average in the NL. But, you ready? Um, Cardinals? Yeah, just plus be curious. Four, plus 400. Yeah, what about him? Yeah. Plus 400, okay. I thought I would – hoping if a little, go, for a little bit more juice there, like maybe plus 600. But the Brewers are the favorite, and then the Cardinals, and then Pirates, Cubs, Reds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. The the Cubs yeah. have really slowed down. Definitely. God, they've been outside of a yeah. Uh, maybe they're not yeah. as good as we thought they were going to be. They're not as <laughs> they're not who we thought they were. Danny Green, you know, yeah. Danny, Danny Green from uh, yeah, yeah, the old Minnesota Vikings head coach. <laughs> yeah. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but uh man cincinnati um the, you know it's it's really funny in the in the past few years we've had teams where you just pencil them in for 100 losses um the only team i i could really pencil in right now for 100 losses yeah. is the a's i mean there's the only team like there are 50 losses already man i guess kent city is the second team okay yeah. kent city right. never mind congratulations kent city you are in the conversation <laughs> for the worst team in baseball, they're only they're only uh, four games ahead of, or sorry, three and a half games ahead of the A's. <laughs> I wonder what the odds are for them to have the worst team or record. Yeah, <laughs> there is there might something be. Like that out there, <laughs> but uh, but I mean Detroit. Like if you look at the other teams, like in the bottom of the divisions, 
Detroit's, you know, they're they're feasible. Like they're only three and a half games back of the division, <laughs> like of their division. I mean, I God, can you look at the odds for Detroit to win the NL Central or the AL Central? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, man, the White Sox, who we thought they were going to be dead, they're not because the, the other two teams in front of them have been absolute garbage. Um, although Cleveland has been playing a lot better, and they got Tristan McKenzie back, so maybe Cleveland uh, will pick it All up. Right, ready? Central, AL Central. Um, we have the Twins yeah, at I'm minus one seventy-five, and then Cleveland at a plus two fifty-five. The Whites, the White That's Sox are high. next at a That's plus seven hundred. That is way too high. The Twins yeah. are not that much better than these other teams. Like, you know. For as far as like the White Sox pitching, I know Lance Lynn and Dylan Cease have been getting shelled, but God, they're only three and a half games back, and those are two guys who are you know are ace caliber pitchers, and you know in in baseball, I don't care how you play during the beginning of the season, it's a long season, and guys improve, and vice versa. Yeah, I know t- players can start off hot, but you know outside of Min- for Minnesota, I don't think they're that great. Like Correa has not been playing well all year, and yeah, he's he, you know, again maybe he could be playing better, but um, for Cleveland being plus two fifty five, and they're only a game and a half back at the division, um, I think they're the better team. I think they're better yeah. than Minnesota. I would um, I would probably entertain that. I mean, and what the are Tigers the Tigers? Are plus Sorry, two thousand. Are they there? Yeah. Wow. Um, they have. I mean, they have the best pitcher in their division right now as far as ERA with goes, Hernandez, yeah. you know, with uh, Hernandez. Um, I mean, I, I, uh, I, if they get healthy and things, you know, they, they seem to be playing better. Although, the, the, sorry, they lost six straight. But then, again, yeah. the, the Twins have lost five straight. <laughs> so, I I just, um, I don't know why Minnesota is, that, that seems too high. Minus 175. I would think I would have thought they were minus one ten. I just think it's minus a little too high for that division. FanDuel has them at a minus two fifty. Yeah, that's pretty Whoa. crazy. With Cleveland um, at a plus three hundred, they they must love. Wow, the, that's that's a big gap too. God, man, if you guys have FanDuel, uh, we can't do that. I can't do that in California, but I would, uh, I would uh, go dabble a little bit on of the, money on, on Cleveland. That, yeah, just because. Yeah, on Cleveland, yeah, just because the thing is, is like. They have the better rotation. They do. Like I know Sonny Gray and uh, Joe Ryan are pitching great, but Cleveland, they have Quantrill. They have um, McKenzie, and they have Beaver, who maybe will be traded. But if they're over 500, they're not going to trade Beaver. Although, again, uh, then again, I, I, should be yeah, sh- I, I wouldn't it. be shocked if they did. Right. But I think they have the better manager. They have uh, Francona, who knows, how to, who knows how to push these buttons, and they always start off slow, man. Cleveland is one of those teams. They start off slow and they rack it up, and that's what they did last year. They were very inconsistent last year, and then they picked it up towards the end of the season. So, and same thing with the White Sox. I mean, they're always kind of disappointing, but um, it's just too close to tell. I, I I don't understand why the discrepancy for the right, there's are a big gap that there, far yeah. apart when yeah for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I would say like you know, and then. And then you kind of think about that. So Cleveland is plus 300, but St. Louis, who's eight games back, is plus 400. So yeah. I just kind of thinking about, like, for as far as value goes there, Milwaukee, I still don't have a lot of faith in them just because they're Milwaukee and there's just something I really don't like about their offense. Um, I, I still think St. Louis might be the best the best uh, money there because of their, their team and everything, and they still make some trades. Um, with Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is the other team where I'm like, man, what do you say? They're uh, plus seven hundred. Yeah. DraftKings has them at seven fifty. Fanduel has them at six fifty. MGM has them at five fifty. So somewhere in okay. that range, yeah, six fifty or so. Interesting. Yeah, I mean DraftKings. If you get that seven fifty, I that's know. I was just bad, thinking though. about that. Like, oh, I throw fifty yeah. bucks on that, and like, yeah, like because again, they're gonna get O'Neill Cruz back come August. If they could, you know, if they could ride the ship and be right there because they're only in game, in, they're only a game back. Um, like I said, they they've proven um, that they could be there, and um, yeah, I I just like I said, I, I don't think Milwaukee is that much better than 
any of these other teams in their division. I just don't yeah. think so. Um, but yeah, I and then with uh, the a, with the NL West with the Dodgers, Dodgers are minus two ninety five. Um, uh, the Arizona and the Diamondbacks they're, they're minus two ninety five five hundred. Yeah, and the Padres Whoa. are plus hundred. And then Giants, Rockies. See, no, I have no faith in the Padres. But five I plus five, I have more faith Arizona. in the Arizona than I do the Padres. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're leading the division by a game and a half. Yeah, I would. The Do- I mean, the Dodgers aren't the Dodgers of last year. The Dodgers they're not minus four twenty. Like, yeah. Whoa. This that is interesting. What so what do they have on Fanduel? What do they have the Diamondbacks at? So they only add fifty onto that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Man, that is so interesting. Um, I'm like, I was just gonna say, as soon as we get off of this call, on the, <laughs> on the, I might throw a few on the Pirates. Yeah, yeah, I might man. Throw a few yeah, like, on the I would even take Jesus, the Rangers man, at a plus one twenty, just because. Yeah, Houston's a minus. They're plus one twenty. I yeah. I think that's a good bet. I mean, yeah. Um, I I, Houston, uh, they they've had injuries with Altuve and and uh, Jordan, you know, both t- twice already this year. I why do you think that they're? Why do you think Texas will slow down? I, I they have a, their pit their pitching has been just as good, if not better, than yeah. the Astros. So I uh, besides outside of Framber Valdez, but John Gray and um, and uh, freaking Evaldi yeah. have been lights out, and I mean those are two guys who, who you can count on. I mean, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that about John Gray because I used to bet against him. <laughs> yeah, Evaldi's been yeah, been yeah. great. I mean, uh, he's somebody that's stood out to me this year so far. I think he's leading, leading some stats, wow. uh, not leading, but he's a, uh, yeah, what he's second in wins. Yeah. He's fourth in ERA. Yeah, and plus, and plus, you, you, the right. Bruce, Bruce Bochy factor, yeah, one hundred percent. The Bochy factor has to come into effect. So, yeah, uh, not a uh, not bad. Plus one twenty, and yeah. they lead the division by like five games. That is, you want to talk about some value? You guys, <laughs> go look that up. Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's uh, all we got to talk about today, Steve. We got, got to a lot. Got a lot of fun games here tonight. Um, and uh, yeah, you enjoy your game, Ranger Suarez. It's gonna be a high-scoring game, I think. Tonight, yeah. Suarez gonna get lit up uh, again against, uh, and then the Phillies should be putting some runs on the board too Grove, against yeah. uh, Grove. The God, he's he is a uh, you guys are yeah, we'll group see. tonight against Grove, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll see, man. I'm gonna hold my eye on Jigs. It's gonna be a one-zero perfect. Right, that over/under. Uh, I don't perfect nine and a half, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man. but uh that's all we got for you guys today thank you guys thank you everybody for joining the sportsmanlike conduct podcast i'm your host brian argot and i'm with producer steve please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and review we will see you guys all next time